0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGP and crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, northeast corner of sunny England. Uh, today is Thursday, July the twenty eighth, uh, and we are here at a handicap a slate of games for Friday, July the 29th. And my partner in picks tonight uh, hasn't stopped grinning. Uh, potentially has been slightly over all day as well uh, but we'll pass the floor across to mr dylan rockford uh, dylan good evening man how you doing i i am doing great moon uh welcome can you
1: hear me i can yes oh okay i don't know my mic is acting up but no good to be here Work was a little hungover, but the Met game was amazing. We got the sweep. We are the best team in New York. Uh, it was great. The one thing I didn't like was all the Yankee fans who came out and said, oh, because we the Mets, we started to chant Yankees suck, but obviously mm-hmm. the Yankees don't suck. It's just what people do at a baseball game. And they were yeah. like, oh, we're, we don't suck. Look at our stats. But they were just trying to look for any excuse, you know, but – It was good. Uh, Walk-off by Marte. I went home smiling from ear to ear. I have yet to take this shirt off.
0: Yeah, I noticed you've still got your uh, blue and orange Mets shirt on. Looks really smart. Uh, So... I noticed what made me laugh in the afternoon was off after, in the Slack channel asked you a question and you answered saying, I don't know, I'm drunk. And off told you off <laughs> and give you give you a bit of a dad telling off saying it was only 2.35 in the afternoon. So uh, you had a few beers. How did you get home? Did you go all the way back home from there? What time was that? Oh, the
1: game ended around 10, 10.15ish. And I, I took the train home and I didn't get home till at least n- midnight. Wake up yep. six AM. But it's it's worth it. It's worth it when you see the Mets sweep the Yankees and the Yankee fans walk out of there with just a sad face. So it it was worth it. Fantastic. Uh
0: yeah, glad you enjoyed it. That was a good series as well. I think I think it's good for the game. It's good for uh it's it's good for the Mets and their division. It's good for the Yankees just to uh mm-hmm. keep them a little bit more honest as well. It's uh, we don't want them running away with it. Too much, and it stokes that rivalry as well. So yeah, I did. I enjoyed the series; it was a fun series. And Megan and were saying last night that it's been a it's been a difficult week of handicap in MLB this week. I think it's been a bit of a yeah. a real topsy turvy week. We had St Louis go into Toronto last night and turn them over as well when they were they were missing players. Everyone was on the Toronto run line, but Noah had um, Noah had tipped us off that he fancied St Louis uh, to take at least one of those two games. Uh, and he was exactly right to do that. So, yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting week. We've got games uh, tonight. There's been a, there was a couple of games this afternoon where the Miami Marlins beat the Reds. Uh, and what was the other game this afternoon? I watched the end of it as well. The Orioles. Uh, oh yeah, Baltimore man, called the best team in baseball. How can we how can we forget? It? Yeah, they shut out uh, the Tampa Bay Rays three to nothing. Uh, the closer for the Orioles, uh, Bautista. I think his name is Felix Bautista. He's an absolute giant of a man. I didn't realize quite how big he was until they started doing the the handshakes and the bum slapping after the game. And he was about 18 inches taller than every other mm-hmm. person who was on that field. He's an absolute behemoth. So yeah, I, um, I'm going to enjoy following you him. Saw, little... You saw the inside the park home run off his head, right? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, hit him right in the face. <laughs> yeah, it was a Brandon Lau, I think. Yeah. Lost the ball in the sun and it went straight through his glove. And yeah, hit him full in the mo- that must have hurt. I reckon, I mean, that came, that came down a long way before it hit him in the face. Um, after that happened, i, I put in the uh again in our little Slack chat, where's Mancini going? Because it was clearly a farewell, yeah. Um, appearance for Mancini, all the crowd had. Banners and placards and stuff, and Mancini was waving to everyone and was getting the big send-off. So and um, where do you think he's going, Dylan? Even though I know you're just gonna say the Mets, aren't you? Oh
1: man. <laughs> I, no, the reason I do say the Mets is because we have been linked to him. But I feel like the Mets have been linked to everyone. But uh yeah. I don't know. Realistically, he's a DH. You really can't put him in the field, can you? No. No. So I don't know. There there's a lot of teams that that need a DH. Maybe look at a team. I don't know if he would get traded in division, but maybe a team like the Rays who have been struggling. They Yeah, they're, yeah. They're hurt with a lot of injuries right now. Maybe a team like Milwaukee, they could use another bat. So, there there are a lot of teams I think he can go to. I think he's going to be a package deal though, him and a pitcher.
0: Yeah, we've got about four more days left of the trade deadline so expecting things to be uh, hot enough seen quite a few rumors flying around so it's going to be fun the next few days looking forward to it, actually see to see who lands where um
1: did did you so, see Ben Attendi he went
0: to the yeah. point, or he went to the Yankees yeah. excuse me yeah that was quite a badly kept secret he was linked over two or three weeks ago i think yeah. and then the Yankees said they were out on him but they just they needed a left-handed hitter didn't they they've got yeah Hicks, um, Hicks, who hasn't been terrible actually he's been relatively serviceable um, but Joey Gallo was their other one who, I mean, this time last he was batting three and <laughs> he just sunk further and further down that line. It was been batting nine. Do you know, this is a great stat, that um, Aaron Judge has got more home runs than Joey Gallo's got hits this season. Oh, my God. I think, yeah, that's it's I think it's thirty three thirty two or whatever whatever judge has got he's got one more <laughs> one more than Gallo's hit so yeah I think that, that'll that be the end of Gallo. That has to be embarrassing, doesn't it? Oh mate, it's incredible because um, I didn't mind Gallo. I know he was a, he was always a empty batting average prospect uh-huh. if you were if you were drafting him in fantasy, but he was always good for it. You could get forty home runs out of him. So if you uh-huh. could balance his batting average with someone like. Uh, areas at Minnesota kind of thing. You could you could cobble together um, a, a composite player, uh, Billy Bean style, but uh, certainly not this season. So I wouldn't surprise me to see Gallo go actually uh, to somewhere yeah. else. But who's going to, who um, wants Gallo? That's my that, thing. Yeah, that is the problem. It would be kind of starting, maybe if they're up they're still after Castillo uh, from the Reds, the Reds might take him on just for, for a bit of fun for Harvest even. I think the Yankees might sweeten the deal with with a load of money as well, and pay some of his wages. So yeah. uh, the Reds have got nothing to lose, kind of, at that uh, in that situation. So, yeah, interesting to see what pans out in the next day or two. Uh, we'll stick with the Mets because they are the first game off uh, tomorrow um, on this Friday night slate. They are uh, 6.40 Eastern. First pitch, it's the New York Mets at the Miami Marlins, where Chris Bassett will take the hill for the Mets and Sandy Alcantara Goes for the Marlins. And let me get my little page in the right place uh, for these lines. The New York Mets are favorites. Minus 142. Miami are plus 121. Totally a set at uh, very low six and a half. Uh, Dylan, the your Mets, you can take it away. Yeah, obviously I'm going to take the Mets in this one. It is a little
1: chalky. I did see when the lines opened, I saw the Marlins all the way up to a plus 140, and that looked very enticing. But... I only made the Mets a minus 130 favorite. I, I do think they they go down to Miami and sneak out a win. I think it's going to be closer because you do have Sandy Al uh Alcantrana pitching for the Marlins. Two one of the best pitchers in the division, I think. But Bassett, he's not bad on the road. Five and two this season, and he's faced the Marlins three times. In all three games, he's gone six plus innings, and the Marlins are only hitting two thirty-three off of him. So I know Sandy, he has been dominant this season against everyone, really. But the Mets have hit him pretty well. So I think we stay hot and I think we roll the Marlins down in Florida. As for total, I made it six, So I do think it's a score scoring game.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, I went for a little uh, home puppy, Dylan. Yeah, one of your favorites. Um, I think Miami have been a little bit better offensively the last few days. They've put up six or seven runs a few times. They'd scored seven again. I think this evening. I thought this might be a bit of a letdown spot uh, for the Mets. Obviously, they've been on a high over the last couple of days, and have uh, emotionally, um, as well as physically, put a lot of effort into winning that Subway Series. Um, and then a travel spot down to Florida, a bit of a letdown spot. And you then run up against Miami's stud pitcher as well. Um, yeah, Miami being okay. I just thought of the prices. I was happy to punt. Miami at plus, I saw plus one, two, five earlier on. um, So even it's come down and if you saw plus plus that's been making its way down. So I'll take the opposite side of this first game um, and I'll take the Miami Marlins. Next up is a 6.40 Eastern first pitch, the Baltimore Orioles at the Cincinnati Reds. Um, Dean Kramer um, is on the hill for Baltimore and Mike Miner, uh, left-handed pitcher goes for the Cincinnati Reds. Now Kramer is not confirmed. That's just my reading of the situation, um, and we've got no lines on this one at all. I can give you some pitching stats, but um, then Dylan might have might have some lines of his own that he's made for us. Uh, Kramer is three and two, has a 306 ERA with forty-seven innings pitched and thirty-eight strikeouts. Mike Miner is one and seven, six sixty-five ERA, forty-six innings pitched and forty-one strikeouts. Um. Kramer's just dropped off a little bit. Uh, he was going along okay, like three or four of those Baltimore pitches where um he's 415 ERA in his last five. He does have two scoreless efforts in those five games against the Angels and Seattle. Um 426, um, home ERA. Um you're gonna get a short start out with him. That's the other thing to point out with Kramer. You're not gonna get more than four innings. Uh Mike Miner, however, just gives up runs. Uh wherever there was nothing to recommend him, you look for an angle and there was nothing uh so for me it's just got to keep rolling with baltimore i don't know what the lines are maybe till they can help us out but um baltimore are never going to be too short i wouldn't have thought on the road i um, mean they're just rolling they're playing really good ball is what they're doing mm-hmm. um so it'll be a baltimore money line at what price dylan do you think it might be I don't know. I expect
1: the Baltimore Orioles to open up as a big favorite. I mean, to be honest, I made them a minus 160 favorite. I know the road record is alarming for the Orioles, but I just think they're a better ball club, especially right now than the uh, Reds. They just took two or three from the Rays, and Dean Kramer – I think he's been really solid on the road. You're right. He doesn't go long, but he's efficient. They haven't been able to win all of his games, but I think he's been really solid. He's been able to – I think he'll have another solid outing against the Reds, and depending on what the price comes out, I'm on the same side as you. I'll probably be on the Orioles up to a minus 160. If if they're minus 170, I I don't think I could lay that kind of juice with uh, the Orioles.
0: Okay, next up is – 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the St. Louis Cardinals at the Washington Nationals. Miles Mikolas goes for the Cardinals and Annabelle Sanchez is on the hill for the Nationals. Uh, St. Louis are minus 187 uh, on the road. Washington, another home puppy, plus 155 this time, the Nationals. Totelier is set at nine. Uh, Dylan, across to you, St. Louis at Washington.
1: Yeah, the Nationals, they did just take two or three from the Dodgers, but I don't know. I, I just can't trust them like you, Ken Malcolm. I know you backed them the other night, but uh, <laughs> they're just so bad. At home, they're 15 and 36 straight up. I just can't trust Anibal Sanchez. He has not looked good in his first two starts back. So I'm going to continue to fade him and the Nationals. So I'm going to take the Cardinals on the run line for me. And I, I have a question. So Nelson yeah. uh, Cruz, he's been raking. Uh you got to think he's going to be on the move. Don't you think he, he, yeah, he, he yeah, serves he, no he, purpose with the nationals? He,
0: he seems to be a bit of a standing dish on uh, deadline day. The last couple of years, Nelson Cruz, because a team needs a, needs a big bopper, uh, a gun for hire, almost. And uh, Nelson Cruz is that man. So yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, He'll get going somewhere. He said the nationals have no use for him and might pick up a prospect or two um, from somebody. So yeah, I like that uh, a lot. Um, Yeah, this does seem one of those uh, really boring favourite on the run line situations. Just because I can't take Annabel Sanchez uh, in any way, shape, or form. Um, I went to the well once too often with Washington um, and Patrick Corbin last night. Um, But yeah, I think this is going to be a team ride on the run line. Uh, Captain Insano is joining in as well. He points out that. uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado will be back after their little COVID yep. exemption. Shall we put it in Toronto? Um and actually they uh, took a game last night. Noah Noah was correct in uh, in saying that St. Louis would take a game. Um off Toronto. So yeah, St. Louis has been okay. And yeah, I totally agree with that. It's it's not very um exciting, uh, but it's a winning bet, and we'll take St. Louis on the run line, uh, at minus one fifteen. 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Bailey Falter, left-handed pitcher, goes for Philly. And Jose Quintana, lefty, uh, goes for Pittsburgh. Uh, the lines in this one are Philadelphia minus 134. Pittsburgh at plus 114. Totally a set at eight and a half. Uh, Dylan, this one is interesting game because Philly are the better team, but Quintana has been going okay for the Pirates. Yeah,
1: give me the home puppy here, Malcolm. I did make the Phillies a small favorite, minus 110, but I was able to grab the Pirates at plus 115. I think we're getting great value Uh in a better picture in my opinion besides that one bad start on the road in Colorado I think Quintana has been lights out in the month of July he's won his last three starts at home and he's looked really good I'm I'm hoping the Pirates offense can wake up and get up for this game because I do think this is a spot where they can possibly jump on Bailey Falter so
0: I'm gonna take the home puppy here uh Malcolm um yeah this is an interesting one i got over for this one. I had it written down at eight. It's actually moved to eight and a half now. I just thought both could contribute um, that Pittsburgh could get some runs off Falter and that the Phillies' offence has actually been going okay. I think Quintana's another trade candidate this week, by the way. Um, yeah. At the start of the season, um, probably wouldn't have, if you'd asked a whole load of GMs, if they'd be in for Quintana, they would have said no. But the way he's performed, you can't ignore him and, and teams who want to plug in four or fifth starter, um, even for a month or two, if they have an injury or something like that. Uh, Quintana could be on the move. But yeah, I thought both could contribute here. And um, eight and a half, I mean, I'd obviously preferred it at eight. But eight and a half looks okay to me. Uh, Captain Insano, yeah, agreeing in the in the chat room there that um, Quintana is a trade candidate and claiming that the Yankees uh, might be looking at him. Uh, the Yankees and the Mets are being linked with absolutely everybody. So, um, everyone's off to New York by the sounds of it. Uh, the New York Yankees are, uh, our next game up here. Uh, they will host the Kansas City Royals at 7.05 Eastern where the left-handed pitcher Chris Bubich will pitch for Kansas City and Garrett Cole is on the hill for the Yankees. Um, Right, here's a price for you. The New York Yankees are minus 365, Dylan. Uh, the Kansas City Royals are plus 295. Totally a set at eight and a half. Uh, Bubich is two and six, has a 553 ERA. He's pitched 68 and one-thirds with 55 strikeouts. Um, Garrett Cole is nine and three. He's a 309 ERA, 119 and one-third with 153 strikeouts. Um, Bubich is... Uh, been all right his last five. Not too bad. 3-0-3 ERA, which is serviceable. He's given up no more than three earned runs. Um, Just needs to limit his walks. So he, he tends to... He can go a bit wild sometimes and, uh, and get walk far too many batters. Um, He pitched against New York already once this season. Gave up three earned runs on four hits. Again, which isn't a terrible outing. Uh, Garrett Cole, actually, in his last five... Games has a higher ERA than Bubich, 338. Um, he's 2.09 at home. Um, he's faced Kansas City once a season. Six scoreless he pitched that day. So I got called cold beat last time, which was against Baltimore. Um, Baltimore were priced or 2.05. Kansas City are even bigger now. This wasn't as big when I saw it earlier on. Um, I can't do anything with a minus 3.65. You can't take the run line either. The only option you've got, Dylan... Um, at this point, it's to back the Kansas City Royals uh, at plus two ninety five. Now I don't feel great about it. Um, it's a game of baseball, and then nearly three to one. Um, they can absolutely go and win this game. They went in Toronto and won a couple. When really they had no chance a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, let's have a let's have a third of a unit on the Royals at plus two ninety five. Oh, you are brave, Malcolm. You are brave.
1: <laughs> I uh, I thought I was generous. I made the Yankees a minus three thirty favorite, but. 360 is, it's, I I can't touch it. You're right. There's no value on the Yankees, even at the run line. Uh, so no play on the side for me, and I can't take the Royals. I think they lost one of their best hitters to the Yankees. So yeah. I'm going to attack the total. I'm going to dive under 8.5. I made my total 8.1. I-, I think with how good Cole has been on the mound at home, I think he'll be able to limit this depleted Royals team. In his last three starts at home, he's been able to go 21 innings and only give up three runs. He's great at home. While Bubich hasn't had the best year, but – like you said, his last five starts in July, four of them have gone under the number. So he's been pretty decent. So he's been able to get uh, keep the scoring down, which I think is what we need tomorrow night. So give me the under eight and a half. I think there's a low scoring game.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably the only other way I think that you could attack this. Um, if you didn't want to take a, take a silly punt on Kansas City. Um, 707 Eastern first pitch is the Detroit Tigers at the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Brian Garcia um, on debut uh, for the Tigers has just been announced. I hadn't seen him at all. I know, Dylan, you picked up his presence in this game here, uh, where Alec Manoa will go for the Toronto Blue Jays. No lines, because um, that is literally breaking news, so... I haven't got an awful lot uh, to add to this one, Dylan, but uh, Brian Garcia, do you know much about him and how are they going to get on against uh, the Toronto Blue Jays? Yeah, don't know much
1: about him. All I saw was on one of my sites, he will be making his debut. As for, the, as for my lines, I made the Blue Jays a minus minus three 300 favorite, minus one and a half, minus 150. Same thing for the Tigers, plus 300, plus one and a half is plus 150. As for the total, I made it 7.5. No lines, but... I just don't think there's any value in the the Blue Jays. I expect them at home. gonna They're going to open up as a huge favorite. Um, so I, I, I like the under. I, I think Manoa will be able to have his way against this Tigers club. He's be, He's been better at home than he is on the road. I just don't see the Tigers scoring too many runs. So I'm either going to be on the under, depending on the opening line, or the Blue Jays minus one and a half, either on like a parlay or just try to get some value out of this
0: yeah another ugly one really it's uh, it was the blue jays run line or nothing um haven't seen any lines on that so i won't offer any further opinions on that one uh, the lines uh, that we are quoting here um or from our headline sponsor on the MLb gambling podcast which is the win uh the win bet fifty dollars to claim two hundred dollar promotion uh it's still running that fifty dollar bet will qualify you for 200 bucks in free bets. Uh, reduced juice on baseball as well at Win. Uh, so that is the place you want to go and get your MLB bets on. Um, there's still a few days left of the fantasy football uh, contest running as well, Um, where if you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July the 31st, you'll be entered to win that draft experience at Encore Beach Club, which includes a two-night stay-at-win resorts for you and your entire league. You to choose from, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet, dot sportsgamblingpodcast.com, slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T, to claim your free bets. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the place to sweat out all those bets, once you've got them on, is our Discord server, uh, where all the gang are in there. I have plenty of shenanigans. Uh, SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord uh, is the place to go and have a little chat with all your favourite SGPN people. Uh, a very sharp environment. That is 7.10 Eastern. First pitch is the Cleveland Guardians at the Tampa Bay Rays, where Shane Bieber gets to start for Cleveland and Jeffrey Springs, the lefty, goes for Tampa Bay. Cleveland are minus 104. Tampa being minus one fifteen. Uh six and a half is the total. That's our second six and a half of the night. Um I'm not seeing many of those since the weather got a bit warmer. Uh what was your total on this one, Dylan? Is the six and a half about right? Cleveland at Tampa.
1: I I made my total seven point four. So I do Ooh. think it's a I think we've gone a little low here. This this one was a tough game to handicap because yeah. I did make the Rays a minus one twenty favorite, but I just don't want to back the Rays right now. Something is off with them. They're dealing with some injuries in their lineup, and the Guardians, they're playing some good baseball right now. If by morning maybe we can get sort of a plus price, which I think the line is moving towards that, I think I could see myself on the Guardians because I still believe in Shane Bieber. I know he hasn't had the best month, but – in June, he was dealing three and zero on the road, and I think he could give them six, seven innings and just give up maybe one, two runs. They could win this game, so it's going to be either Guardians or Pass for me.
0: I completely agree with you. Uh, the chat room agrees as well. That um, I've been I've been onto this Tampa Bay offense for about a month now. Um, I've worked out that they were that they weren't up to much. Um, and uh, Jeffrey Springs, as much as He's been going okay. It's still Jeffrey Springs. And for him to be in a, almost a pick him against Shane Bieber uh, seems a little bit off. Everything, as you said, was spot on. The Guardians are playing well, more than uh, competitive enough. Tampa Bay struggled again tonight. Never looked like scoring a run uh, against Baltimore. So, yeah, that Cleveland uh, minus 104. I saw that earlier on. But, yeah, still minus 104. Uh, looks like a great bet to me. So, yeah, of course, I'm the Cleveland Guardians with you, Dylan. Uh, seven Tennyson first pitches the Milwaukee Brewers at the Boston Red Sox. And Brandon Woodruff um, draws the start for Milwaukee. And Brian Bellow uh, goes for the Red Sox. Uh, the Brewers are minus 161. Uh, the Red Sox plus 135. Totally uh, is set at nine. Uh, Woodruff is eight and three, has a 373. ERA, pitched 72 and one third with 92 strikeouts uh, Bello is 0 and 2, has a 10.50 ERA uh, he's only pitched 12 innings with 9 punches um, Woodruff's last 5 stop laughing Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Woodruff's last 5 uh, 3 and 0 oh with a 2.20 ERA, um, he does actually surprisingly uh, have a 5.26 road ERA, I was surprised at that um, Bello has pitched 4 innings 3 times uh, so he's had three stars he's given up four five and five um, I like Bello. I'm sticking by that but at this point now I need to see him do something uh, before I shovel any of my hard-earned money his way um, I saw the bruise at minus 155 here which was one of those unit and a half players I'll happily give out shifted a little bit to minus 161 maybe we might get it back a few points in the other direction um, oh I thought if you factored in Woodruff's road ERA then that total of nine might be something we could get over I'm expecting Bello to give up four or five in the Red Sox. Um, as much as they they are struggling, definitely struggling, but you, it's still they could still put some runs up. Um, they just seem, they seem to be losing kind of high scoring games, but yeah, they've still got some runs in them. So uh, the I think the Brewers will win. Uh, but if you wanted a more competitive price, then the over nine, Dylan.
1: Yeah, I do like the over. I set my total at 9.8. I think Captain Sano hit it on the head. Uh, Bello equals fade. He just got to fade him (laughs) right now. I do like the Milwaukee team total that he said it. If it lands at at five, I like it. Five and a half, six, I I don't know. But this Red Sox team is just another team where I just can't back them right now. They're 2-8 and in their last 10. They're below 500 at home. While the Brewers, they're getting hot at the right time. They won four of their last five. <clears throat> excuse me and on the road they're 29 and 14 but more importantly like i said this is just going to be a fade against bello i don't know what they saw in this kid but he isn't it they've lost all three games <laughs> he started he's given
0: up he a lot 12 of 12 in, in. Dylan. i mean let sh- up 7 8 uh
1: 7 8 hits per inning this guy's i don't know he's not it so no way i could back him even at home they've lost all three games he started by more than two runs they're broken. He's broken. Give me
0: the Brewers run line. It's a very small sample size for you to be writing them off uh, when an entire professional baseball club have nurtured him for years on end, Dylan. Uh, but I'm all for it. Uh, let's get a, a good knee-jerk reaction. You can't beat it. Brian Bell will be great, man, honestly. Uh, we talk about this with, like this time next year, and you'll apologise to me. Uh, <laughs> next up is the 720 Eastern first pitch between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Atlanta Braves, where the lefty Madison Bumgarner um, will go for the D-backs. And Kyle Wright gets the start for the Braves, uh, who are prohibitive, minus 216 on the money line. Arizona, a plus 180. Totalia is set at nine. Um, Is this another uh, boring favourite on the run line, Dylan? No, the Braves are too high of a
1: favorite, and I didn't want to take them on the run line, so I'll tack the total. I'll dive under nine. I made my total 8.6. Two good pitchers on the mound with Bumgarner and Wright. Last time Wright faced the Snakes, the Braves won 6-0, and he was dominant while wow. Bumgarner in that game, he did lose it, but he was kind of, he he pitched pretty well. He, he pitched six innings and only gave up two runs. It was the bullpen that gave up most of the runs. So I think we see another similar game play out in this way. So give me the under nine here in Atlanta.
0: Okay. Well, I did take the ball in uh, Atlanta run line. Um, I think they'll just be comfortably a little bit better than them. You said that last game was six to nothing. Uh, something similar here. Um, sort of 6-1, something like that. Uh, but the Braves can just hold them off um, well enough. Bumgarner won't do anything disastrous because he never really does. Uh, but I think the, the Braves will come out on top relatively comfortably in that one. And 8-10 Eastern first pitches. the Seattle Mariners at the Houston Astros. Probably the pitching matchup of the night is yeah. Robbie Ray, uh, the lefty for Seattle, and Justin Verlander uh, goes for Houston. Uh, Seattle are plus 150. Houston minus 175. Totally errors at seven and a half. Um, Let's have a look. Uh, Yeah, you can take this one away, Dylan.
1: Yeah, another tricky one here to handicap. But I think we're getting pretty good value here with the Mariners. I'm seeing it all the way up to a plus 155, plus 160. But I'm going to attack the total again and go under 7.5. I made my total 6.5. We got two good pitchers with Robbie Ray and Justin Verlander. After getting rocked back in May, Verlander went on a tear, and he's only lost one game since then. He's beat the Mariners twice, but both games were very low-scoring, 3-1 and 4-1. So I think we see another similar game where the Astros win, but it's a very low-scoring game. You got to think the Astros are going to come out with – a little bit of hunger and desire after getting swept by the last place team athletics. So I think the, I think the, um, or Orioles, the Astros win, but I think seven and a half is a little too high with these two good pitchers. I'm going to go under.
0: Yeah. I just thought that both these teams have come off a relatively low score and see Houston and Oakland uh went under a lot and we were onto that trend uh which I quite liked and then Seattle kinda kept uh touching off Texas by one run. Uh this total is low and I always lean towards the dog with a low total because there's not as much uh wiggle room. I thought Seattle here on the run line uh minus one forty. Um if this has got sort of Houston four to three or three to two written all over it. I didn't think there'd be much in this. Um so it's not often I don't often take the underdog on the run line. I think I did it last night with Kansas City, uh, but it's probably, you could count on one hand the amount of times I've done it this season. But I thought Seattle could keep this one close. Uh, so with the extra run and a half, uh, minus 140, looked like a reasonable price to me. 840, uh, 810 even, Eastern first pitch, is the Oakland Athletics and the Chicago White Sox, where James caprelian will take the ball for Oakland and on the mound for the White Sox will be Lance Lynn, uh, the lines are further up the page. There they are. Oakland are plus 180. Chicago White Sox are minus 213. Totally a set at eight and a half. Caprelian uh, one and five, with a 474 ERA. He's pitched 74 innings with 49 strikeouts. Lance Lynn is one and three on the season, 645 ERA, 42 innings pitched, and 41 strikeouts. Um Caprillian's been flying lately, really good. Uh 1 0 with a 205 ERA over his last five. I mean, it's the fact he's on the on the Oakland Days is why that isn't 3 0 or 4 uh, 0 with those performances on. I like him a lot. And he did have a he had a lovely little purple patch last season, um, around about sort of May, early June, that when he first came up as well. Um so he's yeah, he's repeating what he showed uh, in flashes last year. Uh, Lancelin eventually had a good start last time uh, against Cleveland, but before that, he'd given up six, eight, and five uh, in his three starts. You just can't trust him. In fact, everything about the Chicago White Sox, you can't trust Lancelin, you can't trust the lineup, you can't trust the bullpen, you can't trust the manager. I wouldn't be, um, trusting anything at minus 213. Uh, not for me. Um, give me Auckland here, um, at plus 180. Auckland first five, maybe another way. To go because they have got their noses in front and blown it a few times this season. We saw them do it against the Yankees a lot uh, in a little series. Um, I'm going to say Auckland full game um, just because I say the fir- the further you get down the game, I still don't trust the the White Sox. They did they blow it last night or try to blow it? They yeah, did no, blow it. I think they've, they've yeah, blew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do it. They blew it. They blew it about three times in the same game actually. Um, yeah. They they used up a lot of lives and still couldn't win. So, yeah, it could be Auckland at plus 180. Yeah, we'll take the big dog. No way Lance Lynn should be a $2
1: favorite. I don't care if it's (laughs) against it's the A's, but I do like the A's. I'll probably be on them. I'll have like a half unit. I love the first five plus a half or even just first five money line because I do think they will get to Lance Lynn, but I love the over in this one. I know I usually bet the unders. I'm an under type kind of guy, but I like the over eight and a half. I made my total 9.2. We got eight mile an hour winds blowing out of center field. So two guys. I don't really believe in Caprillion Kapri- uh, and Lynn, where we just talked about. Uh, I don't want to back either of them, but I do think we'll, I think both pitchers will give up some runs. So I like over eight and a half. You saw in that series against the Astros, A's were able to put up five, six runs consistently. So, and I think the White Sox, their offense, they'll be able to crack a few runs as well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna venture and go over eight and a half.
0: Uh, next up is an 840 eastern first pitch the la dodgers at the colorado rockies and it is julio Arias uh, going for the dodgers and chad Kuehl will go for the rockies uh, two to one on the dodgers minus 200 colorado plus 170 total at 11 and a half uh, that's a biggie uh, Arias is 9 and 6 272 era has pitched 102 and two thirds with 99 strikeouts. Uh, Q, is six and five with a 448 ERA, has pitched 94 and one third with 69 strikeouts. Uh, talked this. There's a few games here when we've talked about this before. When you handicap sort of a three or four game series, and if I'm on the podcast two or three nights running, you kind of end up handicapping the same trends night after night and I talked about this a lot with Luna, uh last night we did this game we, we looked through um, the Dodgers in Colorado twice this season lost two of three both times and also they've had this weird thing of getting turned over by the poor teams so we've seen the Nationals took two off them this week we've seen the Pirates sweep them uh, earlier in the season so I'd just had to stick with Colorado Yeah, uh, Colorado's home record is still serviceable uh, they've already proved twice this season uh, that they can Uh, They can take a series against the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers have had a bit of a rugby week. So, yeah, I don't think Colorado will get swept here. Uh, So we'd start by taking them at plus 170 here, Dylan.
1: Wow, that's that's ballsy. By the way, I love how you say "cool." You you sound like Cartman from uh, South Park. That is Cool. But not not a fun play here for me. Uh, I'm gonna take the Dodgers on the run line here. Remember back in early June where the Rockies they had the Dodgers number. They were, I think they were undefeated against the Dodgers at one point. Yeah, not anymore. The Dodgers have won four in a row against them and. Do- I think we could both agree the Dodgers are just a better team. They're eight and two in their last 10, while the Rockies, they're five and five. I do think we see a higher scoring game, the elevation plus you have eight mile an hour winds blowing out of center field. So I think the Dodgers can crack cool. Uh, so give me the Dodgers minus one and a half.
0: Okay, then. Uh, you're wrong, but you can have them. Uh, <laughs> next up. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to do before we crack on with the last uh, three games is give a shout out to IP Vanish, uh, the official VPN of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. IP Vanish um, will protect all your private data, keeping it away from hackers and advertisers, etc., by encrypting 100% of that data. So, all your passwords, communications, browsing history, physical location, etc., will be completely hidden. Uh, you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices uh, without losing any speed. You can use it on your Fire Stick when you're streaming stuff. Um, one push of a button and IP vanish will have you protected. Uh, they're offering our listeners 70% off the yearly plan with a 30-day money-back guarantee, uh, the equivalent of getting nine months for free. Uh, it's really easy to use, um, so take back your privacy with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com/sgp. Use that promo code to claim your 70% savings, ipvanish.com slash SGP. Three games to go. Uh, 938 Eastern is the Texas Rangers, at the LA Angels, where Martin Perez uh, will take the ball for Texas. And Patrick Sandoval draws the start for the LA Angels. There are two left-handed pitchers going there. It's a pick em. It's minus 110 each of two. Uh, total here set at seven and a half. Uh, interesting game this one to handicap Dylan what have you got for Texas at the Angels
1: Yeah, you're right, Malcolm. Another tough one to handicap, but this is a stay away from me. The lines are just too sharp right now for me to have a play on the side or total. I do think once money starts coming in on the Angels and we get a plus money with the Rangers, I think I could see myself on the Rangers just because I believe in Martin Perez more than Pablo Sandoval. People think the Angels have found something, but I would pump the brakes on the Angels just yet. I know they've won two of three, but that's against the Royals. The Rangers are a much better team. And I think with the pitching advantage in Martinez, he'll really be able to limit them. So no play right now. But if we get plus
0: money tomorrow, I'll probably be on the Rangers. Uh, We haven't actually mentioned the Mike Trout thing uh, either last night or tonight on the podcast so far, which really is huge news. And uh, I think the fact that the Angels are so bad, that tells you – how we can miss the, this Mike Trout news, and I don't think it looks very good at all. Some of the words that have been used in the statements by uh, by the club and by the manager. I know Trout's come out and said, "I'll be back. It's fine. I just need to manage it." Uh, but some of the other words, I think the, the club said, "Yeah, we don't think his season's finished, or like we think we don't think his career's finished." I mean, it's not hasn't been glowing with positivity. So uh, that's a huge thing for for the Angels. I had the over here just because. Um, Sandoval again I I was beginning to lose trust in him and actually ever since I began to lose trust in him he's he's, uh, got a little bit better again so fingers crossed that continues I've got him uh, in a handful of of fantasy teams and Texas have been scoring um, some runs Texas do you know Texas are a little bit better than people give them credit for have you got any idea what their record might be Dylan in one run games Texas (sighs) One run games. I. It's a thirty-eight. What? Sorry, twenty-eight one-run games they've played. What have you got? Twenty-four of the twenty-eight, they've won. Yeah, we're five and twenty-three. Yeah, they've won five of those twenty-eight. Yeah, Uh, and I think the the other team that's way down there are the Angels. Actually, uh the. They did something like six and twenty-one, uh, where everyone there's teams that are way over five hundred. So yeah, a little bit of uh, a little bit of look, and I mean it's not all look, obviously, um, but a little bit of luck in Texas would be would be above five hundred because they're not miles away, uh, and they'd be in the wild card race. So yeah, I think there's better days ahead for Texas. Uh, so yeah, they can score some runs. You said the Angels have found a little bit of offense. Um, I saw this at seven earlier on, which I had written down as too low. Uh, But I'm happy to take the seven and a half as well. And we'll take the over um, at, what price is that? Minus 110. Um, We've got a five grand bet on the Twins to win the World Series, just appeared in the chat box. I was just going to
1: say, what do you think
0: about that? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Uh, I mean, what price would they be now, the Twins? I'm not sure about the Twins, I'll be honest with you. Me either. Um, yeah, that might be. It wouldn't be for me anyway. I'll uh, I'll cheer it along all the way, but it I, it certainly wouldn't be uh, five grand of mine money going on. But uh, Drunk, who was in the uh, in the chat there. So yeah, good luck with that one, mate. Braver man than me. Next up, uh, the 9.40 Eastern first pitch between the Minnesota Twins. Uh, let's see if we can get them a win uh, to keep that uh, bet going. Then you can cash out tomorrow. You can hedge back out tomorrow after they've won. <laughs> uh, the Minnesota Twins will take on. The San Diego Padres and Joe Ryan goes for the Twins. The lefty Blake Snell goes for the San Diego Padres. Uh, The Twins are even money, plus 100. San Diego, minus 120. Total is 7.5. Joe Ryan is 7-3. That is a 289 ERA uh, with 81 in his pitch and 73 strikeouts. Snell is 2-5, has a 475 ERA. 55 innings pitched and 71 strikeouts. Um, Joe Ryan's been absolutely great. Uh, loving his work. 267 ERA in his last five. He's four and one on the road with a 270 ERA. Just ticking boxes everywhere. You went to try and handicap this. Um, three of Blake Snell's last five starts have been better. He's improving. Uh, I think we might have been me and you talked last week to learn about pitchers who might have a, a better second half of the season than Snell. Was tentatively on my list for that one. Um, I like the under. Um, I liked it. I sort of, yeah. So I've I've, it's at seven and a half, and I I like the under better at eight. I'll get your line off you in a moment. What you thought? Uh, So I won't be taking it at seven and a half. Uh, Once I'd eliminated that, I was happy to take Minnesota uh, on the road. I just think Joe Ryan is. um, There's not much between the two sides. Uh, the two offences, Minnesota and San Diego. And I do trust Ryan slightly uh, more at the at the minute. That 4-1 and one road um, record with the 270 ERA is great. So, yeah, even money for Minnesota is plenty good enough for me. Uh, but what was your total, Dylan?
1: Yeah, seven and a half. I don't like it under. I made my total seven point seven. So if you were able to get an eight under, I do like that. This is just another game where I don't understand the line. I, I guess the Padres are the favorite because they're home, but you're right, Joe Ryan should be the favorite, in my opinion. We're getting I got it at a nice plus one oh eight price with them. So I'll take a shot here with the twins as well. I just think right now they're the better team. There are reports that the Padres are favorite to land one Soto. And that hurts me a little. But regardless, I think the Twins are a better team. I I know they've lost two in a row, but the Padres, they've lost three of their last five as well. So I just can't back Blake Snell. You you did say he's improving a little, but he's just been very inconsistent for my liking since coming back. So I think the Twins could take advantage of him. So at a nice plus
0: price, I'm going to back the Twins here on the road. Uh, the Twins were 55-1 to uh, to win the World Series. So, with that 5K on, we'll be looking forward to Dunk doing a fly past in his new private jet when that one lands in October. We can wave at him uh, as he zooms yeah. overhead. Um, the last game of the night here is a 10-15 uh, first pitch between the Chicago Cubs and the San Francisco Giants, where Marcus Stroman uh, will draw the start for the Cubs. And Alex Cobb goes for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, the Cubs are plus 125. Under dogs, the chalk is San Francisco at minus 145. Totally is set at eight. Uh, Strowman two and five, 438. ERA has put 61 and two thirds with 59 strikeouts. Cobb is three and four, has a 426. ERA 76 innings pitched and 74 Ks. Um, I like Strowman, um, I like the Cubs of late, they've been going really well. I took them. Uh, Again, this is another one of the games where I handicapped kind of this series last night. You've got Justin Steele and Alex Wood going tonight and I kind of handicapped how I felt this series might go. Uh, The Cubs on a winning streak, I think seven in a row possibly. Um, Strowman's only given up three earned runs in his last three starts and I'm just out on the Giants, really. Um... In three of Cubs' last four starts, he's given up three, three, and four. I just think the prices, I, don't, I think the prices are too far apart. There's there's not 70 points between these two clubs at the moment, Um, all these two pitches. Um, So in what I see is a, is a coin toss, Um, I'm going to take the plus 125 price. Uh, so give me the Chicago Cubs, please. And that's actually drifted. I had that written down at plus 115. So that's at the plus 125. Uh, and I will take the Cubbies, Dylan.
1: Yeah, so I actually got the Giants at a minus one forty five, and I see him right now at a minus one thirty. So money, money's coming in on the Cubs, which oh, I'm I, gonna I go in the other why, way. Yeah, because I, I see why though, because the the Cubs are just. A much better team right now. I, I feel like an idiot because I did make the Giants <laughs> a minus 140 favorite. But the Cubs, like you said, they've they've won seven in a row and they're doing it. They're doing it with their offense. They're scoring runs. Their pitching has held up. And the Giants, they've lost seven in a uh, five in a row, excuse me. Uh they're three and seven in their last ten. So Just a tough spot here. I I do think at home the Giants are a tad better. They're 26 and 22 at home while the Cubs are 20 and 25 on the road. We do have 11 mile an hour winds blowing out in San Francisco tomorrow night. So I do think maybe we see a higher scoring game. I set my total at 8.2. So I do like the over, but. With how the Giants have been been unable to score runs, I don't know if we could get the over. So officially, no play. But I do lean the Giants at a minus one thirty just to turn things around. And anytime I get a chance to fade Marcus Stroman, I'm gonna fade him.
0: Okay, I am. Um, so to it lands on the other side of that one? Um, And that's it. Uh, Lock and dogs to come momentarily. um, After I've told you about a new sponsor here, uh, which is Dave. Dave will help you out with those unexpected little uh, bills and things that come in. Um, I think we've all got stories we could tell when the car blows up or um, you've got a little bill that you didn't expect to pay or a gift to buy, something like that, where you need a little bit of extra cash uh, to tide you over. Um, Hindsight is 2020, but you can get a little help now from your future self uh, and just borrow a little something uh, through Dave, the banking app that will help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash, uh, which is just that bit of extra money you might need uh, to help you get from A to B before the end of the month if you are in a pinch. Uh, If you download the Dave app from the app store right now, that's D-A-V-E, sign up for an extra cash account, get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions go to dave.com/slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. It's a member of the FDIC and future you will thank you for that information. Um, I didn't write down a lock of a dog earlier on. I normally have them all prepped, but I didn't, so I'm frantically scanning my card. Um, in the meantime, while I'm doing that, Dylan, you can hit us with yours.
1: All right, so let's start with my lock. My lock, I'm going to go to that Mariners-Astro game. I'm going to go under 7.5. I set my total at 6.5. I just think with these two good pitchers in Verlander and Robbie Ray, we're going to get a pitcher's duel. So if you want to eliminate the bullpens, go first 5-under. I like that as well. As for my dog... It was one of the games we talked about earlier in the in the show, and it's a home puppy. I'm going to take the Pirates. I, I think th- this is a good spot for Quinton. I think he is pitching uh, for a new team soon. I think he is moved. Uh, and against the P- Phillies, who just had that nice comeback win against the Braves, now traveling not too far in the same state, but I just think this is a bad spot. I think they jump, they'll be able to jump on Bailey Falter. So I'm going to take the Pirates at home as my dog.
0: Okay, uh, I've managed to work mine out because I'm very, very good. Uh, the lock will be um, the over seven and a half in the Texas at the Angels game. Um, I just think both sides have been faustier with the bat. You, you, I normally open the app in the morning to check the scores. and can see uh, fours and fives next, next to these two clubs' names. Like I said, I'm a little bit higher on Texas than I was having investigated them a little bit. And that seven and a half is just a little bit too low with two Middle-of-the-road pitchers, Perez and Sandoval, uh, but by no means stood. So, yeah, we can get that one over, I think, uh, relatively comfortably. I had loads of dogs to choose from. This was the problem with my dogs. I've got Auckland at plus 190. I've got Colorado at plus 170. I've got the Cubs at plus 125. Uh, We could even take Minnesota at even money. So I've got four um, underdogs, but I'm going to take the Miami Marlins on the money line. Uh, to turn over the New York Mets. still don't you shake your head at me, young man. Uh, you can, we can get that shirt off. Um, just, yeah, a bit of a letdown spot. Miami have been okay, and they are behind their stud pitcher. So uh, if Miami are going to win a game, there's the, this is the kind of game they're going to win. They've got some ticks in some boxes, um, and I think plus 125 is a very price for that one. Um, Have I upset you, Dylan? Sorry. Yeah, a little bit. I think you did it on purpose as well. (laughs) Just want to bring you down a peg or two. Hey, listen, I'm on your team, remember? Noah, you were out drinking last night. Uh, Noah and Munaf (laughs) were giving me loads of stick for being a closet Mets fan, so...
1: It's right. Deep down, Munaf is sad because the Red Sox are in last place. The Tigers, Tigers, they're probably going to sell their team. They're so bad. So, I mean... I have the only good team. You might as well jump on the bandwagon. We want you.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, um, but don't tell the others. Okay. It's our little secret. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Dylan, that was fun. As always. Um, I am going to go and build a couple of DraftKings lineups now, uh, for the, for the midnight games or what the 7pm games, uh, that'll be to you. Uh, what's happening? Weekends creeping up. i have got the football tomorrow. Uh, Newcastle taking on Atalanta, uh, the Italian Serie A team. Uh, So I'm taking the kids to that one tomorrow night, have a couple of beers and a burger and uh, sing some songs and see what our new players look like. So that's exciting. Uh, But yeah, some variety of the MLB gambling podcast team will be around over the weekend to uh, preview Saturdays, games, then we'll do some lock dog tours and stuff over the weekend. Um, Appreciate everyone getting involved in the chat box. The Discord place, uh, the Discord is the place to be if you want to get involved as well. Uh, thank you very much, Dylan. What are you up to? Anything fun? Or oh, recovering? Early night for you, I think, son. Yeah, going to be
1: an early night tonight for sure. Uh, for this weekend, I will be at the beach, catching oh. some rays, enjoying my weekend, going to go on a nice little vacation real quick. I deserve it.
0: <laughs> oh, you deserve it, yeah. Life or over there, you man. Uh, let's win some bets this weekend, then we can all have a... A little vacation. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, Good luck with your bets. Uh, Until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers.